This is Making Finances Easier with Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis from Providence Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Paul, Garrett, and Bruce provide their clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Making Finances Easier with Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis. Hey everyone, uh, Paul Cochran here with uh, Providence Advisors Group, Making Finances Easier. Our phone number is 865-770-5031. Joined here this morning with the one and only Garrett Crawford. How you doing, Garrett? Doing good. Okay. Uh, trivia question this morning. What would be your, your current favorite sport that you currently participate in? Wow. Well, uh, those would be pretty limited uh, these days. Uh, I guess uh, the the ones I actively participate in would just be two, and that's running and swimming. And uh, I would say right now, because it's winter and I'm having to swim inside, and it's my first winter doing that. That's not been my favorite thing. <laughs> the pool is a lot more crowded when I get out. Uh, I think there's something with the extra chlorine levels in the inside yeah. pool where I just feel real dry uh, yeah. in my nasal cavities yeah. when I'm done. Uh, so I'm going to go with running because the other day I went on a run, and it was like 32 degrees, and uh, I was amazed at how fast I ran uh, when it's not 60, 70 degrees and 98% humidity. So I, I like running. I'm not the greatest. I'm not going to be confused with the flash. Uh, but uh, it, it is a – I like that I can get a good workout in in 30 to 40 minutes, be back at my house. I don't have to drive across town to go hit some machines. I can just put my shoes on, run out my garage, and come back 40 minutes later, and uh, I'm ready to take a break. That's so, great. so I like the running. Good for you. Yeah, for me, I would say um, cycling. Um, those uh, listeners who know me know that um, that's something that, as I've gotten older, I think I started in 2012, about 10 years ago, um, and it's been something that, as I've aged, I can do without it just beating my body up. And so um, whether it's uh, out in the country on back roads without any traffic or mountain biking or whatever, uh, that's been a, a, a fun, uh, a little fun recreational activity. Okay, so today we're continuing our series on insurance. And um, the one thing that I wanted to talk about today that has a level of complexity that um, is uh, confusing, I think, for, well, me and a lot of people, but I know you've done some uh, kind of homework in this area, and that is the area of disability insurance. And so, you know, it's common for people at work to have, you know, either built in or part of their contract some, some disability insurance that they can buy for, you know, or maybe it's even a benefit or they can buy it for a small amount of money. And so, um, I, I guess part of my question is when you meet somebody, um, what are you looking for 
uh, and what are the common limitations of the things they can get at work and then what are, how do the supplemental things work if they need them and kind of how do you walk through that with with people yeah part of our uh, when you become a client of Providence Wealth Management and that's where Paul and I work uh, part of the service for the, the fee that clients are paying is that I'm helping them optimize their employee benefits and so a lot of times that's making sure they're doing everything that they can with their 401ks making sure that they understand how the match works that they're putting in enough uh, that they understand how that the employer also sometimes throws in money and how that affects their long-term savings plan uh, can often go overlooked and is a big piece of uh, kind of how much they're going to end up with at retirement uh, we'll, we'll look at health insurance making sure that uh, if they're you know how much they're paying what their deductible is okay you're making a lot of money why do you have a super high health insurance deductible you could probably get a buy with or the opposite actually you're making a lot of money why do you have such a low uh, health insurance deductible but then another part of that is disability insurance and I think that's what we're going to focus on today and there's really two types of disability insurance uh, that people are going to come across short-term disability insurance and long-term disability insurance. But let's make sure that uh, sometimes people confuse uh, when somebody says long-term disability, they think you're saying long-term care insurance. Yeah. Um, but but you're saying short-term disability, long-term disability, so explain that. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> as soon as I say that, there's, there's some more nuance. So uh, let me just explain the different types of uh, insurance coverages for some of these like long or accidents that can happen one is short-term disability so you're at work you're a contractor you fall off a roof and you know you break your hand and you can't build the house anymore but they say within uh you know three months you'll be back at it and you can start working again a short-term disability policy would uh within a week maybe an elimination period of a week start paying out some type of benefit maybe 60 percent of the salary that you were making so that you could kind of make ends meet and you could have money continuing to be deposited in those three months while you're out of work uh short but the, but the maximum sorry to interrupt you but the maximum is going to be like 75 percent of what you were earning or something yeah like that. and and honestly we I, i'm not coming across very many situations at all with the type of clients that we're seeing where I, i'm even recommending a short-term disability insurance policy uh you know there there are people out there i know dave ramsey's one of them uh and they, they're really hard on building an emergency fund and i'm, I'm right there with them on on that area that a emergency fund in your bank can can replace a short-term disability event three to six months worth of expenses that's that's all a short-term disability policy is, is doing uh, so that's short term just a short-lived illness where or accident where money is kicking in immediately and going into your bank for a short period of time you know the duration the maximum it will pay out uh, there is long-term disability insurance where you set an elimination period that's not seven days it's more like two months three months six months or 12 months before 
those disability insurance payments will kick in. So you have to have an accident that's going to keep you out of work for a lot longer before long-term disability insurance benefits will kick in. And oftentimes, uh, a group plan will be like at 67% of your uh, base compensation. So uh, if your salary is 6000 a month or something, it's going to pay 67% of that if an illness or an accident keeps you out of work for more than your elimination period, more than three months, more than uh, 180 days or six months. And then real briefly, we'll have to circle back to what I was just talking about. There's also, you'll hear people say, I'm on disability. Well, when most of the time when people say I'm on disability, they're usually referring to social security disability. And that means that if you've worked and paid into social security, you'll notice on one of your statements that it will say, if you are unable to perform your job or any occupation job, social security will pay out and it might say $1,500 a month. and social security disability is something uh, that a lot of people are going to have, but that's usually what you hear when people are on disability. They have social security disability going, and that can pay out all the way until your full retirement age. And then, lastly, the subject of long-term care. Uh, Usually, long-term care is even different than long-term disability and that a long-term disability insurance policy would take care of your uh, ability to earn an income from now until age 65. It replaces your uh, earning potential that you have. A long-term care insurance policy is going to be more for after you can no longer work, yet you're in a nursing home and you need care not to replace income earning, but uh, Alzheimer's. Uh, you just need help with, with pay the caregiving expenses. Yeah, pay caregiving expenses. And so the way I think about it is that long term disability insurance is to uh, protect your ability to work and make an income. Long term care insurance is your ability to protect your your assets, the ability to take care of that you're not a burden on your loved ones, and it has nothing to do with. Uh, or very, it has less to do uh, with your work, your salary, and your employment income. And so, uh, all that to say, uh, most people, without doing anything, as long as they have a job, are going to have social security disability protection. It's not going to be a lot. It's not going to be as big as your social security benefit check that you would get in retirement, but it is some protection. Uh, that you'll have as long as you're working. Well, I've seen several uh, situations where people will come in, let's say they're uh, 40-something, maybe early 50s, whatever, and they have uh, a disability policy. Um, And you'll review them, and almost nine times out of ten, their benefits aren't what they thought they were. Yeah. Uh, you, you remember that uh, what was that Arizona football coach who has that famous line they were who we thought they were uh, <laughs> disability insurance policies at work are never like that it's usually they weren't what we thought they were right. uh, and so if you have a, <clears throat> backing up a little bit from 
for many people, I'm going to say you can you can DIY your short-term disability. You can save enough money that you don't need to pay into a short-term disability plan at work. Just save some cash. Save some cash. Get you, you through you can, a, you can a do difficult it. situation with an emergency fund. Long-term disability, uh, almost everyone I meet is going to need coverage there. Uh unless you've got multi-millions of dollars and you really don't need to work. But if you if you are, have a job and you need that job, you're going to need long-term disability insurance protection. And there's two different types. The first one is what most people are familiar with and what you're talking about, and that's long-term disability insurance through their work or through their employer. Uh, a lot of times people can, it's either covered by their employer or if they have to pay for it, it's like $10, $15 a month. And uh, I will say uh, by default, that is better than nothing. If you have no long-term disability insurance and your employer is offering it, uh, you probably need to sign up for that because what that is is 67% of your salary on average from now until age 67. If we add up 67% of your salary for that many years, if you had a, a an illness or a health event, you had a stroke, car accident, break your back, there's plenty of things out there that could happen that could keep you from work. And uh, So what's the other kind? The other kind is not a group long-term disability insurance policy. It is something you purchase outside of your employer. And we would call that an individual disability insurance policy. And they are so very different. Uh, A group term disability policy, which is what most people have, will cost dollars per month, uh, $10, $15. An individual policy that you buy outside of work can be like, 2% of your income. And so if you make $100,000, a long-term disability policy outside of your employer can cost like $2,000 a year easy. But I'm assuming that it has some additional benefits. What would they be? Well, uh, we, we, people that do what I do, uh, when they get into disability insurance learning, we call the group policies. They're kind of like Swiss cheese. Uh, (laughs) They have so many holes in them. The reason the cost is so low is because they keep the claims low. Uh, And I could go on another 30-minute show here and talk about how they do that. But the amount of payout uh, from a group disability policy is going to be far, far less. You have far less protection uh, guarantees in a group policy uh, than you would an individual policy. So g- give us some of those nuanced differences between a group plan and maybe a, an individual plan and the advantages. One of the fundamental definitions of a disab- long-term disability insurance policy is Uh, what we call an occupation definition. And so, a little technical here, but they have something called an, on on both sides of the spectrum, there's a own occupation definition of disability, and there's also an any occupation definition of disability. So important. So explain what that means. Uh, An own occupation means that if you are not able to perform your actual job, if you are a contractor and you build houses, if you cannot get out there and climb on a ladder and nail a nail, use power tools, go up and down stairs, uh, if you can't do that job, 
your policy will pay out the 67% Mm -hmm. of benefits. and any occupation is exactly what it sounds like. It means if you can, you you can't do any occupation. Uh, and, and what that means is, uh, it's the opposite of an own occupation. You may be a contractor of a house, and you can't, you don't, you don't have the manual dexterity to nail that nail, but you could sit. At a, at a school and be an assistant for a, a teacher, or you may be able to sit at a grocery store and be a greeter or a bagger. And so the def- difference between definitions is one protects you from doing the actual job that you were trained to do, where you probably would make a lot more money versus a job that would be a minimum wage job, that if you can work any job under the sun, you have to go take that job and your benefits won't pay out. So most of the professionals that we work with will will uh, lean towards an own. Yeah, if you talk to a doctor, that's probably the biggest space where, where they just are trained and know they have to have a disab- an own occupation disability policy. Because if they don't have own occupation and they're a, uh, you know, a brain surgeon, uh, and they need their fingers and dexterity, they can't do the job that earns them half a million dollars a year in income. And if they have it any occupation, that means if they can go be a grocery store greeter, they have to go do that. So the definition of disability is huge. And what you'll find if you look in that group policy, ask your employer for a summary plan description or the actual policy that governs your your long-term disability. And probably what you'll find is something called a modified, uh, modified own occupation, modified uh, occupation. And what they'll do a lot of times is they'll say, we will pay out your benefits for 12 to 24 months for your ability to do your own occupation. But after those 24 months are over, we're going to switch to some version of a definition disability that's more like any occupation. If you can do anything, then you've got to go take that job and we will not pay your disability benefits. Sounds like the devil's in the details there. You really do need to know what your policy says. And I think that's one of the things I've seen through the years where you're helping people an awful lot is they come in, oh, disability, oh yeah, I got one of those, I got that. Well, you'll review and you'll just explain what they do have and they'll the light will come on and say, well, that's not adequate. Yeah, and the other part is if you leave your job, you lose that coverage. Mm, and mm. so... Uh, but an individual policy you could keep? Uh, an individual policy, you... So one big difference with an individual policy is that you'll have to probably go through a pyramid exam where they'll do underwriting and they'll ask you questions like, are you a snowboarder on the weekend? Do you jump out of helicopters? And they will exclude coverage for certain events that they deem reckless or not coverable. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you've had substance abuse in the past, they might write an exclusion Mm -hmm. that says we will not cover anything related to substance Mm -hmm. abuse. So the the sooner that you can get a disability insurance policy where there's nothing on your record, the better it is. So you can imagine if you're in an employer for 20 years from 20 to 40, you develop a health condition when you are at that company and then they the company dissolves something happens and you have to transition out of work and you have this uh, health issue that you can't get coverage for which is what you really need and so you leave that employer and you've either got to take a job forced to take a job that has disability insurance coverage that you don't want and without a definition that you want or you can buy your own policy 
and uh, have that covered. And it doesn't matter if you're working for that employer or not. So a individual policy is permanent, travels with you as you go. A group policy does not. And another distinction is uh, to just highlight how different a group policy and an individual policy are different is, uh, you know, if you buy life insurance through your employer, You've probably seen some of those rates, and they're 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 not giving that away for five dollars a month for a three hundred thousand dollar benefit. It's going to be exactly the same rate as if you went out to State Farm or some RIA, yeah. because they can't they can't change the devils in the detail. You're either dead or you're alive. Right. right. But with group disability insurance, you'll see the Swiss cheese. Uh, the Swiss cheese model, where it they can take out all the bells and whistles. Uh, and maybe not provide any bells or whistles and just make a cheaper policy that kind of looks good at the surface level. Well, I think there are some listeners who would probably uh, benefit from a review. And uh, if they can call 865-770-5031 or look us up at makingfinanceseasier.com, we can set up a, a brief phone call or an in-person visit and we can review those things. Um, I guess w- one of the, uh, the, the final questions um, you know, when when somebody's thinking about uh, you know disability insurance, um, um, how do you know how much uh, to recommend? In other words, are there limits on the income that can be generated with uh, uh, an own OWN, your own policy, individual policy? And so what's your thought process on how do you know how much to get them? Yeah. when I when I do engage in those type of discussions, I, I have other people that uh, I have to ask questions to, and they help me uh, kind of settle on how much is available to them from the different disability insurance coverages. But usually it's going to be 67% of their gross income before bonuses and incentives. And uh, th- then we're actually looking at Money Guide and their financial plan and their assets to determine do they even need that much? Because a lot of times they don't. They just need enough to keep the wolf from the door. That's excellent. Well, there's an old adage that says, you know, don't buy insurance for what you can pay for yourself. Uh, and, and, and at one level, that's true. But it's, it's important to remember the tax-free benefits, the leverage that can be done. There are several things that can be done with insurance. Um, w- what we try to let people know is that if you see something like the credit union and they have a $1 for a million dollars of accidental death insurance, well, the reason that's so cheap is the likelihood of it happening is incredibly remote. Usually, if insurance does have an expense that's because there's a high likelihood that you're going to use it so um, if you would like to dig into the disability have uh, Garrett review your disability policy see if it's adequate see if you need any additional 865-770-5031 making finances uh, easier.com Garrett thank you very much until next time we'll see you next time Thank you for listening to Making Finances Easier. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, or Bruce Landis at Providence Wealth Management. Call 865-770-5031 or visit them online 
at makingfinanceseasier.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Providence Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Tennessee. Insurance products and services are offered through Providence Advisors Group, LLC. Providence Advisors Group, LLC, and Providence Wealth Management, LLC, are affiliated companies. Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis and Providence Wealth Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.